Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elise of the Arnista podcast. It is a very normal podcast where nothing weird or unusual happens. Just just normal people sitting around talking normally. Stop staring at me. Looking normally. Stop looking at me. With nothing odd happening. Weirdo. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for joining us here. Episode number 113 of the podcast. My name is Mike. By my side, as always... By my bearded side, as always, is Elisa the Arnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? You should have done it the other way. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have. I'm very disappointed. I didn't think this far ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm good. You're good? I'm good. I'm I, tired. I'm, I'm good. so happy to hear that you are good, although maybe perhaps a bit tired. Perhaps a bit tired. Not as tired as yesterday. No? No. Well, it was a shorter day today. I can feel my feet today. That's amazing. Yeah, that's good. So... Probably not a surprise or a secret. I don't know if anybody listening to this probably also follows Elisa on Facebook and Instagram. And maybe perchance, perhaps, saw a picture of me from Thanksgiving on Thursday. So today's Saturday. Thanksgiving was two days ago. I've got my half beard going. It's a big hit with all the ladies. Everybody loves it. People are telling me I should keep this forever and ever because it just looks so... I'm starting a trend. No, the ladies said they were having a hard time looking at you, and they were actually trying to avoid looking at you. I mean, that's that's normal. That's nothing out of the ordinary, though, just for a different reason today. today so today was day three of the half beard. I, I did it Thursday for Thanksgiving. Day number two at Firefly Fibers. I was there for Black Friday yesterday, Small Business Saturday today. We had an amazing full table for open knitting on uh, in t- this on morning. Today. On today. This morning we had, what I don't know, a whole bunch of people that were there, a yeah. bunch of ladies knitting. I got to sit at the table for a while, make everybody uncomfortable. They all laughed at me, which is exactly why I wanted this, because it's hilarious and dumb. You're creating awareness. Exactly. Well, I'm creating something, awareness of something anyway. So I think we yeah, we definitely talked about this last week is that I was getting really close to my extra life goal of $1,000 raised for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin, and I was $63 short. So I put out a call on Facebook. I said, everybody, I'm only $63 away from my goal. Can you help me? And, and they did. They did. Thank you. People did. They really wanted to see the half beard and or get me to shut up about extra life. So regardless either of way. the reason, either way, I'm, I don't care if, if, if you're sick of me talking about it and that gets you to donate so I can shut up, I'll take that donation. That's perfectly fine. It helps the kids. You might go buy the machine that goes bing. What, what, what's that from, Elisa? I don't know. It's Monty Python. Meaning of life. The machine that goes bing. I haven't seen the meaning of life. Oh, we should watch it. It's real good. I'm sure it is. It is real good. Is it as good as the tick? Oh, it's better. Yeah. I'm sure it is. It's Monty Python. Of course it it's is. It's better than everything. So, yeah, it's it's helping the people, helping the kids. So we've got, uh, we're pretty I much can't done look with at you anymore. Pretty much done with day three. We're done having an eye contact conversation. This could right be a now. long podcast I'm if uh, done. nobody's looking at anybody. Well, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, at the camera for those of don't you look, that can see the camera, but I, I can't look at. Don't look at the preview then because. That's where my face is. I know. I'm done looking at, like, all of this. I need, like, a thing across here so I am not looking at you. Because it's weird. Because It is weird. I've been able to, like, I've been, like, sidetracked, like, working. So I haven't been paying a ton of attention to, like, how you actually, like, look. 
and we were busy at Thanksgivings on Thanksgiving, and this is a long time to just be looking at your face, and it, it's it's weird. It's extra weird when you like drink your beer because you lift your head up and it looks like you don't have a beard. You know, and then you take your you put your beer down, and then you have half a beard, which is the whole point. And I got some it's pictures terrible. on Thursday when we were going to Thanksgiving ahead. The uh, had my phone sitting down like on my lap, and apparently I got some good pictures somehow. I don't know how this happened exactly, but like pointed up at me from down below. That's a pretty good picture, I think. I might post that somewhere. Oh, that's that's a picture. Yeah, that's yep. I don't know how that happened, but so what are we on day three? So you've got uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow there won't be much going on. I've been out in public a little bit the last couple of days. I took we a went wa- to the liquor store. Went to the liquor store. Nobody nobody even blinked there. They, well, I think they look at you and then just look away real quick. Like, oh, that's, that's a weirdo at the liquor store. He's probably drunk already. That's why his beard looks like that. Well, it was Thanksgiving in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, so right. And we were there at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. they, it's probably nothing out of the ordinary. Well, <clears> that's what everyone in Wisconsin does. Yeah. Yesterday, I went down to the Chamber of Commerce. You walked. I walked through downtown Beaver Dam. Well, it's like a block. It's a block, but we're right down the main street. There's a lot of traffic. You have to wait at the light to... And I got a good reaction from some people in, a, still looking in, a, uh, in an SUV. So that was fun. I actually got a thumbs up and uh, some smiles and laughs. So that was good. But it's, it's fun to see the difference between like people that know me and people that don't. Because people that know me, like the ladies that come into the yarn shop... Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, they're like, what are you doing? Why, are, why do you have half a beard? But people that don't know me, I think they're just probably too polite and just don't bring it up. Don't say anything. Or they're scared of you. I'm You're a, a very big guy and you have half a beard. I'm in a yarn shop. How scary can I be? And I'm wearing a brightly colored t-shirt with pink and light I, I, whatever I don't, blue that is. I'm, I'm thinking that the half a beard kind of detracts from the extra life t-shirt that says that you played games to heal kids i think I that know. is i think they just kind of look at the beard and they're scared and they're that's done as far as it goes that's as far as it goes so or they're just too nice to say anything you need to put like for the hashtag for the kids on your forehead next year or i'll wear a uh, like a sandwich board and just walk around so everybody knows what's going on like gene like gene Gene wears oh, a hamburger yeah. sandwich board. Yeah, yeah. exactly. See? I don't have the hamburger costume. I could get the sandwich board, though. So tomorrow's tomorrow, I don't think I'll probably leave home. Unless I have to go to Fleet Farm or something like that. But I have to go to Aldi, and I'm going by myself. I'm going to go to Aldi tomorrow, apparently. Is oh, what I'm you're going to go to Aldi? I'll give you a list. No, we're going together. No, we're... I, I am not going to the grocery Bravo library with you tomorrow. The the food library. The food library. We Not going to do that. We can go to the food library together. Uh uh-uh. uh. That'd be fun. No. We can do uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. I got some yard work to do tomorrow and various around the house things. So won't won't be much happening tomorrow. However, the neighbors Monday, might call the cops. Why? They know me. I know. Monday, this is not going to help that situation either. <laughs> Monday's the big day. That'll be the fun one where I get to go to mm-hmm. work and then I get to go to the gym. I, I'm curious because at the gym i'm probably gonna have to have some a person or two help me because i'm making a video of all of this or getting some pictures it's not gonna be real long but i'm gonna see if i can get somebody to take a, a video of a couple a couple working sets or something like that and could you get your old guy that you want to be friends with what the old guy that that works out there i don't could think you... he knows how to use a cell phone he's in his he's gotta be 147 years old 
maybe I'll, I'll ask him. I'll see. I, I don't want to interrupt him because I feel like he's very serious about his workout. So what Elise is alluding to, she kind of jumped to the end of his story without Oh, I didn't know you were going to talk about that. Well, how can I not talk about it when you say you talk about a guy at the, at oh. the gym that nobody knows anything about? You have, to, you have to give the backstory so people listening understand. He just sounds like a really nice guy, and I think he should well, be friends. I don't know that he's nice or not. I've never talked to him. So this, there's this guy at the gym. So we, we were talking on Thursday at Thanksgiving about, you know, as you get older, you're getting older and being older and saying how I've – there are nights when I go to the gym when I feel older and not because, like, mm-hmm. physically I feel older because when I go, I do my workouts, I feel pretty good for the most part. I, I feel like I'm, I'm working hard. I'm, I'm, I'm lifting pretty decent weights and, and all that kind of stuff. But when I look around – the other people in the gym, they're like in their 20s. People in the 30s are, are getting older. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very much to the upper half of the average age in the, in the freeway area. Like you look at around the cardio equipment, like the, like the um, treadmills and the recumbent bikes and some of that. There's some older people there. But when you get to the weight area... But your dad had a good point, too, that a lot of people our age are busy like raising children right now so that was they... my point Alisa. oh thank you for paying attention to things that... i thought that was your dad no i think that's that's my theory is that you know people our age have kids who are you know teenagers or approaching teenagers or older and we're so childless losers so yeah and they're they're carting them around to various events and doing things like that and whatever and i we, i don't have that restriction so i get to go to the gym several times a week two three four times a week and it's great but yeah, so I'm I'm a little little older. I I completely forgot why we started talking about this. How do we get the old this? guy? Oh, the old guy. So there's a guy there. He's got to be in his 80s. I swear this guy is probably. I mean, it's at least early 80s because I think about my dad. My dad is almost 70. He will be 70. And I think about kind of how he looks, and I think he looks pretty good even for his age. But I try to compare even that. for his age. That doesn't sound good. He, he, no, especially for his yeah, age. He, there, yeah. he looks good. And so I think about this guy who looks significantly older than my dad. So I'm like, he's way older than 70. So he's got to be in his 80s. And he is there. Like I said, he's got the stringer tank top on like the, you know, and and he's there doing like lifting heavy weights, you know, definitely for a guy his age. But even for somebody, you know, 20 years younger, he lifts some heavy weight and he's there all the time. He's he's kind of like me, like he sticks to himself. He does. He goes and he does his workout. He he is serious about it. He you know, gets in, gets it done, gets out, and yeah, this guy. I don't know. He just he just seems really cool. I feel like he's me in the future, like forty years from now. In a stringer tank top. Yeah, I don't wear those now. And a half a beard. No, that okay. probably won't be your fifty or forty years from now. But we'll. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe you're just gonna start a thing now. That's what I'm hoping. I no, bet. I'm hoping. I think there are ladies everywhere hoping that is not the case. Okay. So, but if it becomes the next big thing and like... You don't make any money for it. I don't even know All of us who, just get tortured. Like, who are popular, like, sexy guys now? Like, I mean, Brad, I would say Brad Pitt, but he was popular sexy guy like 20 years ago. Like, Pattinson. What's his... Robert Pattinson, right? I don't think he showers, so if he, we can't call him a sexy Brad guy. Brad Pitt didn't shower for a long time either. But if, if we, like, if he started doing the half beard, like, it would be the cool thing. And all the ladies would be like, oh, he's so cute. Look at that half beard. But no, because I do it and I'm Andrew the only Lincoln one. Andrew Lincoln and Norman Reedus. There you go. 
Yeah. And he's Rick's already got a beard. It would take him a, a five minutes to shave yeah. that thing in half. You better hope that Andrew Lincoln doesn't see that. We all better hope that Andrew Lincoln doesn't see this. I'm right that Andrew Lincoln is Rick, right? Yes. Okay, so there you go. Norman Reedus doesn't grow a beard, though, so... No, he just has long, greasy hair. But if he sees the half beard, I would not be at all surprised if he grew a beard just so he could shave it in half. And when it shows up on The Walking Dead, everybody is going to have a half beard. They're going to say, oh, look at that. He picked that up from Mike. And that's what I'm saying. It just takes one or two, like, famous guys to start a new trend. Maybe this will be it. Somebody will see, because I'm going to post things on, on, you know, Twitter and whatever... It might go viral, at least if I go viral, because that's always a possibility of going viral on the internet. Soon everybody was going to have a half beard. It's going to be incredible. Or not. Oh, no, it's going to happen. I'm pretty confident it's going to happen. Okay. You're not going to get credit for it. No, probably not, but I will know. I don't have to be... I don't. I don't have to be like given credit. I don't. You don't have to tag me at Big Mike Mike on Twitter. I will know in in my mind, in my heart. I will know that I'm the one who started the trend of the half beard. That's going to go sweep not only the nation but sweep the world. Okay. Lisa, you're looking at me. I have been looking at you. I can't help it because <laughs> that's how you have a conversation. But every time I look at you, I get a little. It's, I'm a little unnerved. Yeah. That's okay. Well, welcome, everybody. If you'd like to participate in all the fun that we're having here, well, by the time you participate, this will all be over. But you can send an email to podcast at com. That is the official email address of the Elisa the Arnista podcast. Send us an email there. If you have questions uh, you would like to ask us about what it's like to have half of a beard, or you'd like to ask what Elisa's reading on the can of whatever cider or something she's got there. The recorder leg. I, you it's were a, saying all kinds of like words like that. The other day. I thought you sounded like Rose Nyland. I'm like, you're saying all these weird. It's well, it's, it's a Swedish. It's a premium. So it's recorder leg, passion fruit, hard cider, premium hard cider, hard cider blended with passion fruit made from pure Swedish spring water. So apparently the recorder leg is a type of, oh no, I don't know. It, that's the brand. I don't know what it means, but I found it at the, at the, at the chill zone when we were there the with the half beard and I thought I was walking cooler. It says it's best served over ice with a lime wedge, but I don't have a lime wedge. Over ice? Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I, oh, I, that's surprising. What happened? It's clear. Oh yeah. I thought it was going to be like pink or something. Cause, yeah, I was, it was passion cause fruit. Because passion fruit's like orangish on the inside, so. It smells good. It doesn't sp- it's very loud. It's very, which means it's extra good. It's probably good for your tummy, right? If it's all carbonated like that. Mm, sure. Yeah, no, I got this for Thanksgiving and I didn't have any, so, yeah. So send us an email. Let us know. You know what? Instead of asking us questions about knitting or having a half a beard or about passion fruit cider, let us know. How are you doing? I'm just curious. You know, how's your how is your Thanksgiving? How how is your day going? Send us an email. It'll be fun. You ready, Lisa? Yeah. It, well, it calls. It, it says that they're aroma and then passion fruit in 
parentheses. So I'm thinking there isn't a whole lot of passion fruit in here. It's just enough to make it. What? It's just passion fruit aroma. How does that work? It's really good. Hmm. I'm a big fan. It's 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 pear and apple, so it's not as sweet. I think. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, you can't have any of a beer. And a beard. <clears throat> kind of. Well, half a beard. So I've heard that there's been some knitting happening. Well, not this week, but I finished some stuff earlier this was since it? the last podcast. So it's this, this week, because last podcast was a week ago, so it's been this week. I, I knit like... I don't know. It had to have been a multiple of four because I was knitting two by two rib today. So I think I knit maybe like 36 stitches today when I sat down at the table. You knit, you were thinking about two by two rib, four rows, and you get 36 stitches? No, I was trying to figure out like how many stitches I knit today because I did not knit a whole round because I did not even make it back around to the stitch marker. So, and I didn't knit at all yesterday. No, I didn't knit at all yesterday. That was Black Friday. Yeah. And then Thursday, I fell asleep on your dad's couch when we went there for Thanksgiving. Did you? I did. I know. I, for a I, I, bit, was, kinda... I was I was exhausted. I was exhausted on the way there because, yeah. yeah. And then we got home and then I worked for three and a half hours at the store, yeah. too. So, um, yeah. And I, well, no, I did on Wednesday night, but then I undid what I knit. So, but I guess I did knit. Technically, I knitted. I just undid I heard it. the words you knitted. Yeah, I got cocky. It it happens to everybody, and so I had to undo what I had done because I did it wrong. I thought round five was the same as round four, and it was not, so I had to take back an entire round of a color work yoke. So it took a while. But I did finish something on, was it, was it Monday? It must have been Monday I finished. I don't remember. I just know I came home from work or you came home from work and and said, does anything look different? And so I guessed several things. That was Wednesday night. Oh, that was Wednesday. That was Wednesday. That was after it was dry. Oh. So I finished my, um, my Franca. So it is, um, it is so big and so cozy and, um, relaxed more than I anticipated um, but it's really awesome we're gonna have to get some pictures because it's yeah. really hard to like even show it because it's like just a bunch of blue sky fibers techno right now it is definitely bigger than like the normal sweaters that you make but I'm so cozy in it yeah no it looks it is so cozy it looks really warm and yeah so, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad that I knit it. Um, the sleeves ended up, I, I think I was probably overcompensating. I think it was a little bit of like overcompensation and then just like the sleeves relaxing after I blocked them. Um, so the sleeves have probably about, eh, about they're about two inches, maybe three inches too long. So I'm debating on either just ripping them off. back or what I might do because Julie Weisenberger just finishes it, finishes it off with uh, uh, um, Judy's surprisingly stretchy bind off. So, but what I'm thinking, because what I I wore it on Wednesday and I wore it on on Thanksgiving, just taking and what I did is I rolled the sleeve inside of itself, mm-hmm. and I don't really like how that even with the 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 bind off, it's still kind of the stockinette rolls on the edge. It's just like a natural kind of thing. So. I'm thinking I'm just going to tack it down on the inside and then I'll have a rolled cuff. 
Sure. And it's just going to look nice and finished. And it kind of mirrors how the pockets kind of work here. So it was a really fun knit. I'm very happy I did it. Um, it ended up a little bit longer than I thought, but I, everybody was like, oh, I love the length. So, yeah. Um, so I, that was a huge finished project. So that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, huge, literally and figuratively. Yeah, and I'm I'm wearing today. I actually wore my uh, my Wolf River that I knit last spring. Was it that I knit in Plymouth Homestead? I don't know. Yeah, so um, my Wolf River, and uh, I brought it home from the store, retired the shop sample. So, um, and I feel like it's a probably a better sample on me than at the store because it doesn't look as great. I think hanging up in the on front the window. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's really all I um that I, I I didn't get a lot of like other knitting done. I mean I got my I have my did we talk about the humulus? Humulus? Yeah. I think that so. I cast it on and we we're thinking it's pronounced humulus like cumulus, like, like a cloud. A, yeah, that makes sense to me. So um, oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I hadn't cast this on yet because that was my deal: is that I couldn't cast this on until I finished that, and I finished Franca on Monday. Right. Yeah. So I cast on uh, Humulus, and this is the Colorwork Yoke sweater by um, Isabel Kramer, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm using my because um, I changed colors on my Veronica card again. Because I wanted something that was had a little bit more oomph to it than Snowbound and in Brooklyn Tweed Shelter. So I needed to find something else to use that yarn for. And this the pattern came out at like the perfect time. Um, and I really like I'm using I think it's called Sap. It's like kind of like a what like a yellowish orangey green with it. So I'm not very far into the color work. It doesn't really it's not really very impactful. Doesn't look right. like color work. Just doesn't yet. look yeah. like anything really. Um, it started looking like something and then I had to take the round out cause it was, you know, wrong. So, but yeah, that's really all I've been working on. Well, yeah, this is what I knit a little bit on today. It's the Pearl Soho ribbed cowl. Um, this is actually a shop sample and this will probably, this will be making an appearance as we get closer to the holidays because, um, it's a super easy knit. It's you cast on and you knit two by two rib with two skeins of blue sky fiber Surrey merino, and then you bind off. And it's really really pretty. Um, I'm using dusk, which is kind of like a kind of a dusty kind of purple. So yeah, so that's what I'm working on. I needed something that was just kind of no thinking to work on. So yeah, that's. I have other things in my bag that I want to get done, but I haven't really worked on much. And I still have my 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 secret project that I'll there will always I'll be, be able to other share things. in like another week, week and a half probably. So that's what I've been working on. I, I cool. didn't have the I was too tired on Thanksgiving to knit, and which doesn't usually happen. No, but yeah. Cool. So if you're going to buy things, especially this time of year, and everybody's looking to buy things, go to fireflyfibers.com. That is the local, the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own right here in Beaver Down. Should I take this over? Do it. Right here in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. What else did you say? 
<laughs> Should I write you a script? Uh, you you got it down. I say the right here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin, which is the town in which we live. You can go and buy all kinds of fun stuff, including especially. Um, well, we have a we have a show and tell, all kinds pile. of good stuff. I have a pile. It's so exciting. So, um, the well, we'll, we'll talk about these first. Um, the so two weeks ago. Was it only a week ago? It was only a week ago. Um, Fringe Supply launched. They don't look that great when they're not like full in a, of yarn in bag form. Um, Fringe Supply launched, and we didn't. I don't think we talked about it last week because they sold out like literally before I even got to the store. Um, the camo we had one left, and the plaid we had um, the black wash plaid we had. I think three left. Um, so they are they're field bags, but they are also prints. Which have never been done. Oh yeah, we did talk about it because we talked about a little not, bit, yeah. not prints, but um, and also uh, camo. But they're uh, they're printed and they um, they're wax canvas, so they're gonna they're gonna repel water and dirt a little bit better than um, well, a lot better than. Um, the regular field bags. I know that was one of the complaints with the with the, like the original field bag is that the that natural color um, that it can get dirty. I have one of the I have an original field bag that I actually bought from another shop because I'm like, well, I don't want to buy a bunch if I don't know like what this whole like sixty five dollar bag is all about. Yeah. So I bought one and I got it and I'm like, I took it out of the bag and I'm like, oh. Well, now I see. So um, the wax field bags are, they're 75. So they're a little bit more because of um, the wax canvas. Sure. Um, but I will tell you from like playing around and like experimenting with my own like, can't the own, my own like canvas waxing process. Yeah. It's worth $10. It's worth 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't try and do it yourself. So these are actually mine. I just got these yesterday because I sacrificed my own and did not get any because they were gone. That makes sense to me. You're in the business of selling things. It does. You don't want to hoard them all for yourself. It was very very sad. It's like a drug dealer using all of their own product. You don't want to do that. Not not that I would know from experience, of course. So when everybody says, oh, it must be great owning a yarn shop, you can have whatever you... Well, kind of sometimes I get leftovers. Well, you can't. Or call I have those, to wait. You can't call those leftovers. No, they're not leftovers. So, and I have to say that I am so excited because it took. I I had to like email um, email Fringe and, and ask DG if they had if they got my order because I didn't get a response from him right away. Like they are amazing to work with because I get a response from them in like ten minutes for like here's your shipping fee. Please pay us through PayPal. And this time it was like a day and a half later, and I'm like, okay, it was crazy on our end. Yeah, I can't even imagine how crazy it was on their end. Yeah. So well, anytime you have a big launch like that, super it's awesome be launch. Busy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're lucky, a big launch is going to be busy like that. Yeah. If you're not lucky, it's going to be crickets. So I am so excited that we are, and and I'm proud that we're able to offer the the fringe yeah. bags um, because they're just they're it's it's quality. Um, they're made in the U.S. and yeah, they're just I I love working with them. So um, the other things that we had come in this week, um, new uh, Mason Dixon um, sequences. They're uh, a, a field guide number. Five. So this is the fifth one. Um, there's some interesting stuff in here. It's weird how that worked out. What? The field guide number five is the fifth one. 
That was a lucky coincidence. So there's, I really like the swirl hat that's in here. I'm not sure, like, what the, I think it was a fingering weight. Oh, it was a sport. Was it a so, fingerling weight? No, not fingerling. Are you sure? That's a that's, potato. I, I hear that all the time at the I, store. I hear, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> so anyone out there, it's fingering weight. A fingerling is a potato. Yes, delicious potatoes. They are very delicious potatoes. But they're not knitting weight yarn. It is not <laughs> fingerling. And the project bags out there that talk about yeah, those are bad too. We're uh, not gonna. Help. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna put that away. Okay. So I don't um, know what that was a reference yeah, to, but oh, probably something I'll tell funny. you about it later. Off the air, we'll save that for the after show. We'll save when that for the after not, show. Uh, yeah. The PG rated. Well, podcast. it's still. I mean, it's just a play on words. Okay. I'm yeah. sure it is. It's, and it's like awful. The way I play with words sometimes. So, um, yeah, I love this hat. Um, and they're just they're they're cute little guides. They have uh some information in there, um. Does this one have a recipe in it? I don't see a recipe in here. They a us- recipe? They usually put a recipe in here. Oh. I guess they did not for this one. Um, but yeah, it's they always take like they take a theme or a technique and they expand on it. So these are these are fourteen ninety five, and it comes with a Ravelry download code. Neat. So you get the the download with that. Um, the next super exciting thing that came, yeah, it was like. It was like crazy with like Black Friday and Small Business Saturday mm-hmm. and we're popping for Cyber Monday and all that. But then all these packages keep showing up and I'm like, come on. I just got everything checked in. You're the one that orders them. You can't say come but on. They all show up at the same time. Oh, okay. So um, the new issue of Taproot. This is issue 24 um, rest. And you have to show the back of that. There you go. That's the best part. I believe this is one of Amanda Soul's. Sheep. Sheep is yeah. so cute. It is so cute. It's like it, a supermodel of sheeps. They must have like washed and blow dried and everything else this sheep because it it looks like immaculate. Like it's never yeah. been outside before. <laughs> yeah. And it looks so sweet. Like, yeah, hey, like I want to be your friend. Let's hang out. black eyes. Yeah. So this one has, um, this one's cool. It has some gift tags in here. There's actually, um, they have uh I think a gift tag printable on their website. Um, it's a cool idea. Yeah. So there's gift tags in here. Um, but yeah, again, it's another amazing, amazing issue. Um, let's see here. Where is this? Oh, Julia Towski is the one that had the, the, the sheep. Okay. So I'm not sure what that's all about. I haven't had a chance to look at anything really because I fell asleep at Thanksgiving. So I've been tired. So there's a, they have recipes in here again. Um, there's an olive oil marinade that it looks like you put your cheese in it. Because how would that not be good? What? Mm-hmm. You, you marinate your cheese? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yep. Okay. It looked like it. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's, there's a bunch of recipes in this one. There's a blanket pattern, a knitted blanket pattern. I think there's something crocheted in here is what I was overhearing as somebody was talking about something else. Oh, there's a... A hometown cardigan in here. That's kind of a cute cardigan. I can't get the angle. I 
It's all backwards and stuff. And so one of the benefits you get of being a patron of the Elisa the Arnista podcast at patreon.com slash Lisa the Arnista <laughs> is you get to see all the things that happen here. Lisa's trying to show so, off the pages of this book and the, the, the covers so you can see the products as Lisa's talking about them. So this is the other thing that I think is really cute. These so are ignore me and adorable. Going. These little lavender, they're like little sachets down there you go. Okay. They're little la- they're little lavender sachets that look like they're made out of felt, but they have little they have little uh uh wood animals like embroidered on them. So there's there's a fox and a deer and then and it's just really cute. What's a sachet? Looks like a pillow. You put it in your drawer and it makes your stuff smell good. And lavender, oh. I believe, also oh. wards off moths. So you put stuff in it. Okay. Yep. yep. So yeah, and you can learn how to carve a wooden spoon. I would do that. That sounds fun. We have a wooden spoon. Maybe we should talk to my grandpa. Maybe you need to get his whittling stuff. Get all his tools, yeah. Oh, Mike, and there's a goat. (laughs) Yeah, that goat's the best. (laughs) There's a goat. So, yeah, it's another really, really great episode. So that, or uh, issued. So those are on the website as well. There's a sleeping fox in the front. It looks like Rollo. It's pretty cute. Well, not right now, but. No, he's not. He's not in a Rollo ball. Um, We also just received. Knitting Outside the Box by Bristol Ivy. And this book is really beautiful. Apparently, I'm getting signals for pointing down and backward. And um, this this book is it's gorgeous. Um, I hadn't really looked at it a whole lot, but I knew since it was from Bristol and Pom Pom was publishing it that it was going to be really good. And it's beautiful. I was looking at it today when I sat down to knit because I was yeah. too tired to, you know, knit. So um, I had a bunch of copies on the table for the knitters to look at, and I started looking through it, and it's really a book that there's a lot of information in here. Each section kind of uh, builds on some sort of a technique, and it is really it, – it it's a book that I can see that I'm going to sit down with, like, a cup of tea and just, like, read a chapter at a time. And I cool. I don't know that – there are a couple things. There's a pair of fingerless mitts in here knit in uh, – Fingerling mitts? Lazy DK. Oh. Um. So I think – I don't know that I will actually knit anything from this book in the near future. I might. But I feel it's just, like, full of really good information. Cool. So – And it has the electronic download yep. code thing. That is available on November 30th. So if anybody yep. happens to order it before then, it will not work until November 30th. But it tells you that, right? That you no. Tried? Oh, no. No. It just tells you it's an invalid code. Oh. So, Yeah. Um, and then the issue 23 of, uh, Pom Pom Quarterly came out. This is, uh, winter 2017 and there is a bunch of really cool stuff in here too. So I, it's Pom Pom. You kind of expect it to be full of cool, fun stuff. And it is. This is the one that has, uh, Andrea Mowry's, uh, socks, her, uh, her, uh, um, her faded socks, which, you only need seven skeins of yarn for a pair of socks, folks. What? I know. Seven? Seven. Because it's seven colors. Are leg warmers? No, they're they're just socks. Oh, they just use seven different colors? Yeah, you use seven oh. different colors for your All socks. Right. You could just get one of those, uh, like, hat kits and just make socks instead of hat. Here they are. They're called fluorite. Okay. So... Yeah, they're interesting. Um, there's a sweater in here that we were all kind of on the fence about, and I think the sweater is beautiful, but I none of us are fans of bobbles. 
Sure. I would, so if you, you you wouldn't want to sit down against like a, a hard bench or yeah. chair with X. Well, I don't think weird. they're hard, but yeah. No, but if you got bobbles on your back, you're gonna feel that. That'd be weird. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of the bobble. The the cables in this one, they're absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, big fat cables. Well, and they're not even like like the cables on the outside here. They actually have. There's something different going on with them because they're they're textured. It's yep. not even like there's just stockinette. They're like, mm-hmm. they have some weird, some different kind of texture thing going on. So, yeah. Oh, speaking of texture, the Bristol Ivy book. Yeah. One of the knitters that loves cables. She said one of her favorite things is the section in the back that has the stitch patterns. Oh, sure. And there are some amazing cable stitch patterns in here. Really, really cool. So... Yeah, there's there's so much to this book for Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's all the new stuff we have at the store. Oh, we have a Fabula sure. Nebula deodorant now. Yeah. So um the we also have a bath salt and facial scrub combo and I think those are pretty much almost gone now so i'm gonna have to order some more yeah a little gift set but yeah we have the deodorants on the website um the quiet the storm is on the website now too so yeah those did really all that did really well this weekend yeah yeah well it's good stuff that's why it did well and if anybody's listening to this on monday the 27th right yes or sunday the 26th we have um free shipping for cyber monday for the u.s the Offer code is free ship. Free, ship, free shipping over fifty dollars. F R E E S H I P. Good. Um, I don't get to do that anymore. So. For Canada, F R. Wait a second. For oh. Canada, it is over one hundred dollars. Hundred dollars in Canada. Yep. F R E E S H I P C A. Good job. And that's 100 U.S. dollars. 100 U.S. dollars. And then um, for the rest of the world, which this is crazy, we are doing um, free shipping for orders over 200 with offer code. Never been done before in the history of the universe or Firefly Fibers. I don't remember. Is it free ship INTL? INTL. F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P-I-N-T-L. Free shipping internationally. Outside of the U.S. and Canada. Yep. Amazing. So. $200 on that. Mm-hmm. 50 100 200 Easy to remember. Yep. And thank you to everybody that came in or shopped online for Small Business Saturday and yeah. Black Friday. And it was, it, was, it was overwhelming. I was humbled. I have been humbled yesterday and today by the by the response so well yesterday was like 65 degrees outside at the end of november it was in wisconsin in wisconsin that doesn't happen it was nice people were out walking around and we had a lot of people coming in and out and good business and a lot of visitors it was a lot of fun yeah it was a good it's been it was a really good weekend and now i'm ready for a couple days off and well it's good that that happened that way because now you're gonna have a couple days off yeah We're going to do a follow-up to a story. A story. Last week, <laughs> I made cookies again. <laughs> Round two. So last week, if you recall, the, the, the initial uh, effort at making gluten-free chocolate chip cookies as a reward or a um, prize for Extra Life donation drawing, it didn't go so well. 
it basically ended up being uh, crunchy sheets of paper with chocolate chips in them. They didn't, uh, I mean, it's very chocolatey, so I guess that part is good. But otherwise, they were fairly uh, crunchy and not, not so good. good. This week, it just worked out that in the in between, uh, I guess, the first effort and the second effort, Elisa got a gluten-free cookbook from a friend. And there was a recipe for chocolate chip cookies in there. So I'm like, okay, we're going to try these. And Elisa was a big help because she, well, helped a lot. I did. You did. You helped a lot. I wasn't just being bossy. Well, I mean, your your way of helping is being bossy, so that's kind of the way I, I qualify that. But no, not not at all. So using a new recipe, we use the same flour. What was the flour? The King, King Arthur gluten-free gluten flour. There you go. So King Arthur gluten-free flour. We used a Bob's Red Mill xanthan gum, which is a new... Xanthan. Xanthan? X-A-N-T-H-A-N. What's the difference between that and xanthan? Oh, so xanthan is more rubbery? That's goes. That's it's in- xanthan gum. It's not xanthan. It's xanthan gum. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. We might that's need the recipe to ask said. Siri about this one, and then we'll ask her to beatbox. But <laughs> you, you got to cue that up. So... This one uh, was a little bit different. Um, the recipe used more vanilla, actually quite a bit more vanilla than the uh, the first one. Yeah, xanthan gum. That's what I said. <laughs> so quite a bit more vanilla in the second it's recipe. Terrible. Had the xanthan gum in there um, in addition to the flour. But otherwise, otherwise it was a little bit of milk. The same. Yeah, there was a little bit of milk, which the first one didn't have, but the the brown sugar was there. And you know the. Um, Refined sugar, whatever you would call it, is in there, and the yep, it's all pretty Everything much. Everything else is pretty much the same. It seemed a little bit different, I think, because it was like half of the original recipe. So when I looked at it, yeah, because it, it was for two dozen. Was it for one dozen versus two dozen? I think is what it was. In so, the book, yeah. So when was I was looking dozen, at yeah. it, it was. I'm like, well, wait a second. There's only one egg, and Nestle calls for two eggs, and but it was it was it was half the recipe. So, so. We, we doubled everything for. Ended up making four dozen cookies. Well, and the thing I loved about the recipe is they gave like weight measurements. Yeah. Rather than like cup measurements because it starts getting really finicky when you're using gluten-free. So having the weight measurements is nice because you just put it on a kitchen scale and fill it up until it is at the right weight. And then you clear it out again and then you start over again at zero for the next one. Yeah. And I think... So I guess the one thing we learned from this one is I think that they turned out pretty good. Yes. They uh, they were much better than the first effort, obviously. But what one of the things it told you to do or told us to do, I mm-hmm. guess, while you're making it is uh, mix everything up and then cover it in the mixing bowl for half an hour before you start to actually, you know, make the little globs. I don't know what you call it, but you little globs that you make cookies out of. You should write a cookbook. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> but let it sit for half an hour. And one of the things I noticed, because I did four dozen, is that between the first batch yeah. and the last batch, they kind of got progressively better. They actually had some like body to them toward the end. Yeah, they were a little little thicker. They weren't quite as, as flat, and they didn't mush down quite so much. So I think where it says let it sit for half an hour, I think that's a minimum. Let it sit for at least yep. half an hour, because by the time it was done, you know, let it sit for a good hour and a half, and then start to put them on the cookie sheet and put them in the oven, and, and they'll be a lot better. So is that a, that's probably a, a gluten-free thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a... Yeah, because there's so much more moisture. So that, what, that was one of did you say that we had to melt the butter? Yeah, we melted the butter. Yep, you have to, so you have to melt the butter because yep. if the butter is in the solid form, then it just kind of melts all over the place and they turn into a big thing. So, yeah. yeah. 
and they turn out they turn out a lot better and so yes the uh the award winners got those this past week and apparently from reports that i've had they weren't terrible and we kept a, a few for ourselves it wasn't quite a dozen i don't think but they were edible they were edible they had chocolate chips mm-hmm. in the chop bleh chocolate chips in them and they tasted pretty good so mm-hmm. i'm happy with that i'm pretty yeah. satisfied so good I'm, job i may bring that back as a uh a prize for next year since it it went i want to say better than i expected but it, it wasn't awful well and now that we have it figured out it won't be as much of like yeah. a struggle because it was like it was a little well it, it it was a little unnerving. It, it was especially stressful for me at first, thinking like you're going to bring like regular all purpose flour in the house, and I, I, it just it floats everywhere, yeah. and that scared me. But then I'm like, I know they don't behave the same. Gluten free stuff is so different. It's it was very different. There's there's yeah. not a lot of it's not very forgiving. You have to do things exactly yep. as they tell you to do it, and there's a reason for all of it. And baking in general, there's chemistry and timing. And you can't just put it all all the dry involved. ingredients in a bowl and go Apparently with it. Apparently not. That's that's <laughs> one thing I learned this time around is you can't just put everything in a bowl and mix it up. But yeah, even the the gluten free stuff is a little bit more finicky and picky. But mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds like things turned out okay. Well, and that cookbook is good too because there's a lot of information in there. So I'm looking forward to just kind of sitting down and reading that a little bit more to kind of find out like why things behave differently. Sure. So that'll be good to know because you can take that and kind of extrapolate to other things that you're trying to do yep. too. And the cookbook isn't just it's it's the America's Test Kitchen. Uh, I can't believe it's gluten free and it's not just baking. It's all sorts of. Oh, really? It's all glu- oh. all sorts of gluten free stuff. Yeah. I guess I just so assumed just, it was baking. No, it's not all baking because I'm not much of a baker. So right. Yeah, I've never been big on. I've made. I, I love. No, oh, I miss bread, but. Um, yeah, I've never been big on cookies and cakes and stuff like that. Right. So I like cooking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have asked you, is there anything you wanted, wanted to talk about as far as kitchen stuff? Meals? Food? I don't think I've cooked it all. Have I cooked it all? Yeah. You cook every day. What did I cook? I don't know. <gasps> oh, the big old bacon burgers. Those are good. Those are really good. We did those, uh, the Michelle Tam's uh, big old bacon burgers. So it's, uh, did, we had those, did we have those last Sunday or Monday? I think no, it I was. Yeah, you take ground beef and mix it with uh, you saute mushrooms and let those cool off, and then mix them in with ground beef and um, take bacon and freeze it in the freezer, and then cut it up into pieces and put it in the food processor while it's frozen, and it like turns into like a ground meat consistency, and then you mix that in with the yeah with the ground beef, and that was God, that was the most so interesting good. thing. Is he? I would never, I would never think to okay, we're gonna freeze. A meat like bacon, you're gonna freeze bacon and then put it in the food processor. Gee, I bet she must have worked for I don't know how many rounds it took to figure that part out. You freeze like for making, but for making like beef jerky, if you use um, flank or skirt steak, you freeze it first and then thinly slice it and then put it in the beef jerky marinade. Well, that makes sense because it's staying in that shape and that consistency, and you freeze it so it's easier to cut. But here, you're just freezing it so that you can grind it. Michelle's a genius. Well, obviously, she knows what she's doing. So we had though we had that with uh, we you had a portobello mushroom. Yep. For, so we didn't have like bread buns. For buns. Had, yeah, which was, that was good. Really good. Yep. That was really good. But yeah, that's. I don't. I haven't hardly cooked anything else this week. I don't think. Probably nothing that we'd want to talk about on the podcast. But you cook pretty much every day. More often than not. 
I had a bunch of stuff on the list, but I think I need to adjust that because we didn't eat any of it. So I think we had burgers and big yeah. Culver's last night. Sure. That was pretty good. That's we might go out for good. supper tonight. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cook tomorrow. We'll see what I come up with tomorrow. There yeah, you it go. was just a crazy week. Well, and then we had Thanksgiving in the middle of the week, too. Sure. So there like, wasn't a I lot know of cooking. we're going to get stuffed. Yeah, there was plenty of, of uh, well, everything, I guess, for yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Try this one more time. Now we're officially transitioning into Canadian Canoes. So this first story, I only picked this one out because it's a genius idea. The story itself is not unusual. There's a, a new yarn shop that opened somewhere. I don't even know where this, this is. But the headline, the, the local yarn shop opens in South Orange. The genius, this store is called the local yarn shop or the local yarn store. Isn't that super smart? So they just uh, they just called it the local yarn store. So somebody says, "Hey, let's go down to the local yarn store." There you go. I mean, that's that's the uh, the extent of this story. I just thought it was genius in marketing that that they you know Firefly Fibers people you know that's a whole uh, fiber joke. Ha ha! Get enough fiber in your diet, or people say, "Well, Firefly Fibers, where did that come from? Why did you call it Firefly Fibers?" Here, you know exactly what you're getting. It's the local yarn shop, so when you walk in, you know exactly what's going to be in there. We were talking about how some people, we've got this thing going in, <laughs> going on downtown. I guess not downtown, but all over. Oh, it's just, every, it's an everyday occurrence. Well, all Firefly over. Fibers, what is that? What is that? Huh? What? Oh, they have yarn. Well, we've got some. And the, I'm like, you make that sound like it's a bad thing. The Beaver Dam Chamber of Commerce has a <laughs> thing going on down right now where you get, you know, a passport, you know, and you go to the, all these various local small businesses and get stamps and at the end if you get enough stamps you get you can uh, get prizes and rewards and things like that and so you've got people coming in who are not normally coming into a yarn shop and don't necessarily know what to expect and it always makes me so sad when they walk in like oh what is this because it's so it's so bright and so colorful and they walk in and they get like most of the way in the door and like oh it's yarn it's yarn oh and my favorite is like oh it smells in here and i'm Mm. like like wool it smells delicious like it smells amazing and not like poopy sheep it smells like nice like the sheep on that book it's nice clean yes well taken care of sheep but yeah so there's there's no mistaking what this business is and what they do they are they're doing yarn (laughs) it's the local yarn store I want to go and, and, and get what is that? What did that conversation sound like? It's like okay, we're going to start a business. It's going to be a yarn shop. What should we call our yarn shop? And they probably had lists of names and, and things they wanted to call it and funny puns because a lot of times you hear those pun names that are just kind of silly and fun, or you get alliteration like you get Firefly Fibers, and they settled on the local yarn store. I think that's amazing. I think it's great. I don't know where I don't know where this is. Well, orange. I'm sure it's in. in oh, there's new, something in Soma, so I'm. I think I'm, it's New Jersey. I'm guessing yeah. it's South yeah. Orange, New Jersey. There you go. Yeah. So if you're in New Jersey, go to the local yarn store and buy yarn because that's what they sell, and it's apparent that's what they do, and that's amazing. But if you're in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, come to Firefly Fibers. Yeah, or if you're shopping online, go to FireflyFibers.com. It's a local yarn shop that Lisa and I own right here in the town of Beaver Dam, which is where we live. Uh, Spend at least $100 or more. Oh, I didn't say that. Well, it's different right now. 
Spend. What? Oh no! Right now it's if, not different. Well, Until today month, it is. Today it is. Except if it, if it's Monday the twenty seventh, the codes are on the website. Go there. Small. No. Uh, Cyber Monday. I'm not going to do that all over again. Rewind this thing about twenty minutes and listen to that whole section. Or go again. to the website. Or go to the website. It's all there too. So the other one that I wanted to take a look at is a quadriplegic woman can knit using just her mouth, which is absolutely amazing. So there's this woman. She got in a a car accident when she was two years old and found herself a quadriplegic. And so she's finding things to kind of do with herself and fill her time. That's kind of how she explains how she got into knitting. Um, But this is a, a weird caption to the video, but it says, Look away now if your biggest achievement is scoffing scoffing which is a weird word scoffing a pack of biscuits before your netflix show started this may make you feel more than a little unaccomplished uh uplifting uplifting video captures the incredible skill of a quadriplegic woman who is affected by paralysis of both arms and legs which is the definition of quadriplegic so i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know why they felt the need to explain that but knitting using just her mouth alicia jones 33 has been paralyzed from the neck down after being hit by a car when she was two but the cardiff resident has not allowed her disability to stop her she's knitted an array of complex designs has even made a wishing tree from metal wire and as always i will post a link to this story uh, on the show notes at Elisa's blog at elisathearnisa.com. And there's a video there that kind of shows her uh, working through some of her, her process and kind of how she does what she does, which is pretty fascinating to watch and and see uh, how it all works and, and what she does. Um, but she's also done painting and drawing um she taught herself to do that when she's a teenager some great pictures here of some blankets and things that she has made um so she said she wanted to go to college but she couldn't get uh, the transport to get her there i had to do something with my time so i started picking up my mom's pencils and doing some drawings um i then got onto painting by numbers but soon got bored of that because obviously when you can't use your hands or your feet or anything you get bored by painting with your mouth because that's too easy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just too easy. Well, the numbers are there, so you know yeah. what color goes in what place. So it's not yeah. very creative either. Uh, yeah, that's true, I guess. Uh, I enjoy doing my knitting and find it therapeutic and relaxing. I've always tried to be creative. Um, she said her creations are not particularly difficult. I would guess I would. You can't. You, she's using a loom, and you can't even use a loom with your hands. No, I can use the loom. I just haven't. Uh, yeah, she's. I don't think my uh, they're particularly good, but my friends do. They're very supportive. All my friends and family are telling me to keep up the good work. So they, again, I'll, I will share this. I think it's one that's just kind of fun to see. Like again, the video is like thirty seconds or something. It's it's super quick, uh, but just again to watch and kind of see her process and how she works through yeah. doing what she does to make the uh, make the things that she does is pretty cool. Well, and that's cool because so many I, a lot of times when I like new knitters are like well how do i knit faster and i'm like it's it's not a race no it's no. not a race and i would assume that like this for her is very therapeutic too because it is a it's 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 a process where it's repetitive and it's it's kind of meditative sure you yeah, know she, i mean she's using a loom it's the same thing over and over yeah so so good or good for her i think that's uh that's very cool but i think elisa we're in a good spot now we're gonna go ahead and bind it off and we're gonna Go have some supper. Go get something to eat. Let someone cook for us. Yeah. I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas for the show, if you'd just like to uh, say, hey, how's it going? Or here's how I'm doing. Send us an email. Podcast at com. Um... If you would like to watch us live as we record the show, as the 
fabulous people in chat are doing right now go to patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash alisa the yarnista and there for only five dollars per month you can uh see all of that it'll get you access to the video version of the podcast so you can see it after the fact but you can also come into chat and hang out and talk while we're recording the show which is also a lot of fun before show after show yeah so we do not only the uh, the podcast that you're hearing now but we'll also kind of hang out for a little bit before we hang out for a little bit afterward so basically you can suffer through the beginning and the uh, the beginning and the or the the before and the after with me no there's no suffering Lisa. it's fun (laughs) but we we also can we per- interact, I guess, participate, interact with the yes. people in the chat. And it's a lot of fun. Again, that's only $5 per month. Um, great way to support us here at the show. Get yourself a little something extra. You also get early access to all the uh, non-podcast related YouTube videos that we do. Even if you're only a dollar a month, you'll get that. You won't get the uh, the live version of the show or anything like that. But you do get uh, early access to YouTube videos if and when we ever happen to do those. Um, make sure between now and next week you follow Elisa on all of her social medias. You can go to, well, I guess, lisathearnisa.com. Upper right-hand corner is Facebook and Twitter and Ravelry and Instagram. All that kind of stuff where you can see her there. Um, And I think that's all I'm going to say. That's it? I'm done. Okay. I stop. Are you done? Yeah, let's go get some food. All right, we're going to get some food. Everybody have a fantastic week. Thank you for spending your time here with us. And uh, we'll talk to you a week from now. Cheers. Bye. Small towns are dying, Maggie. Trust me, I drive by boarded up stores every day. The only places left around here are this place, the liquor store, and the yarn barn. (laughs) What is it with this town and yarn? By the way, thank you for the potholders. Mm-hmm. <laughs>